Hello and welcome to episode 101 of Generation GC, You're Gone, a bonus track slash B-side from Good Morning Revival, Good Charlotte's fourth album released in 2007. My guest today is Crystal Elkins, once again, and as always, my name is Molly Huddleston. I'm your host, as well as the producer, creator, and editor of this podcast. Last time, we talked about Once Upon a Time, The Battle of Life and Death, the intro track from The Chronicles of Life and Death, and on our next episode, we'll be talking about a song from Cardiology. Crystal Elkins lives in a small town in Iowa where she works for a grocery chain warehouse. She's a mom to two incredible boys, and Crystal started listening to GC back in the early days, and to this day, they continue to get her through some incredibly tough times. At Warped Tour in 2016, she finally met the band and couldn't even find the words to tell them how much they mean to her. Good Charlotte will forever be Crystal's favorite band. And let's be real, they will forever be my favorite band too, and I know a lot of you listening share that sentiment. I also want to make sure that I mention that due to this song and, and how heavy and intense it is, there are going to be some trigger warnings in the show notes as well as resources. We do talk about death and grief and loss in this episode. Uh, there's also mentions of suicide. There's nothing graphic or disturbing mentioned in that sense, but I understand that sometimes you're just not up to listening to something so heavy. And if you are if that's you if that's totally okay join us next time also yeah hi uh here we are episode 101 just a week after episode 100 was released wow i am super happy to share that i am on track to get episodes 102 and 103 out in the next few weeks so stay tuned for the announcements for each of those they are pretty awesome after the year I've had, it feels really, really good to feel like I am on track again. As I continue working to manage my health and take care of myself, as well as just balance some uh, things that have come up in my personal life, I'm hoping to find a steady schedule for Generation GC in 2023. Um, and as soon as I know what that looks like, I will make all of the announcements. It's probably not going to go back to, you know, a new episode every single week that it got pretty hard to keep up with, but I'm going to try to figure out a pattern that is regular um, so you'll know when new episodes are coming. And a few reminders before we go into this episode. I am very much looking for guests for new episodes that will be recorded in the new year. I have a lot of cool ideas for new episodes, and I am hoping to find some good guests. And along with that, I want to remind everyone that I love having guests from all around the world and from all different backgrounds on Generation GC. If English isn't your first language, that's okay. As long as you're comfortable holding a conversation in English, you're good to go. And different backgrounds doesn't just mean location or ethnicity. It means ensuring a varied gender and sexuality representation and representing fans of different ages and fans with your own unique life experiences of any sort. So if you think you might want to be on Generation GC, if you've got a story to share, if you want to talk to me about Good Charlotte, I mean, hello, please reach out. I would love to have you on the show. Finally, Generation GC stickers are here. If you do want a sticker, all you got to do is support the show on Anchor. Go to anchor.fm slash Generation GC pod and click support. All that money goes right back into making the show the best that it can be, uh, from printing and shipping the stickers, to getting equipment that I need, to Dropbox storage, to make sure I have backups of everything. So if you want the stickers to support the show on Anchor, send me a screenshot of your support as well as your mailing address, and I will send you some stickers. You can reach me on email, generationgcpod at gmail.com. You can also reach out on social media at generationgcpod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Thank you for tuning in. And now on to episode 101. Okay, so today we are talking about Yorgon, which is a bonus track slash B-side from the Good Morning Revival era. I yes. I guess B-side is like a better term than bonus track because I don't... It, it was included on the CD single for The River, which also had the album version of The River and then an acoustic version of The River. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of this. I had heard this song because... When I pre-ordered the album, like, as soon as they announced it, but I illegally downloaded it, like, a couple weeks before it came out, and the illegal <laughs> download I found included Face the Strange and Jealousy and Gorgon, uh, which is not an actual edition of the album, I don't think. I don't think so either. Yeah, um, but this is a great song, and it's, like, very powerful, um, Per songmeanings.com, it was written by Benji Madden and John Gilmore, who produced the album. It was not a single. It has never been played live. Um, this is the second time we've covered a bonus track on Generation GC, the first being The Click from the self-titled album. But, like, I would argue that You're Gone is even more of a deep cut than that, because if you bought the self-titled album, like, 2001 or later, The Click was on it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I bought the self-titled album in like 2003, a couple months after I heard Young and the Hopeless, and I was like, I just, I don't know, the click was just part of the album. Um, I didn't even know that it wasn't even a part of the album for the longest time. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people didn't, because a lot of us, I, I think because a lot of us found GC with the Young and the Hopeless, mm-hmm. and by that point, the click was part of. Right. Um. We have a lot to get into with this song, but first, Crystal, I want to help our our listeners get to know you. And the first thing I like to ask is, when did you first hear Good Charlotte, and what were your first thoughts on them? It was probably like 2002, 2003. Okay. And I was in love right away. <laughs> yeah? And they've been my favorite ever since. Like, I mean, I think... In high school, people knew me as the Good Charlotte Girl. <laughs> they, they called me that, literally. <laughs> I I never got called the Good Charlotte Girl, but I think I got known as that. Did people, like, talk to about their music, or was it more like a, oh, like, you're obsessed with, you know. You're, you're obsessed. This. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's a t-shirt fair. for every day of the week. <laughs> yes, yes. I... <laughs> A bunch of my old GC teachers, I was not fit anymore because I'm no longer, you know, 13 years old. Um, but I try to keep all the important ones. Do you have mm-hmm. a lot of t-shirts still? A lot of GC shirts yes, still? I have them all saved. They're in a tote. And I plan on just honestly putting them into a blanket sometime. I was going to say like a t-shirt blanket. Or you could mm-hmm. make, I mean, depending on how much space you have, you could make them into individual throw pillows. and Right just have like decorate like have a whole you know spare room like your whole living room you know or your whole guest room that's like filled with gc pillows like i would if i kept everything that i ever had it would be too much yeah my walls i have pictures somewhere my walls used to be when i was in high school good charlotte everywhere yeah like onto the ceiling every magazine clipping from like m or like team 
tiger whatever bee I don't know what it was but all of those little tiny clippings all of them were on my walls <laughs> I had so many I had binders full of clippings <laughs> um amazing and I love that we're bonding over this um I oh my god I I want more GC shirts I need them to put out a new album because I want the album but I also want like new shirts with like a new vibe you know yes um so Crystal, another question I'd like to ask everyone at the top of the show is, have you ever seen Good Charlotte live? Three times, I think three times. Amazing. Yes. Were most of your shirts shirts that you bought like at the shows or that you got, you know, Actually, online or Hot Topic? So back when Sam Goody was a thing? Yes! Yes! Before it became like FYE, I bought wristbands and t-shirts and all of that from there all the time <laughs> I have one shirt that came from when I saw them in Minneapolis probably six years ago okay seven years ago something like that <laughs> amazing well you are Crystal you are our first guest on the show from Iowa um tell me about Iowa, I think Des Moines area. I mean, is there like a lot of concerts coming through or are you usually you know, traveling to Minneapolis? Des Moines is my main concert destination. Okay. I did my first time I saw Good Charlotte, I saw them in Des Moines. They get Amazing. a lot of shows. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cause I I feel like I sometimes never know with like a smaller city, um how many tours go through. So, uh, have you been to any concerts lately in Des Moines? Yes, I saw Memphis Mayfire. Ooh. With Dance Gavin Dance a few months ago. Okay. And S Snow the Product a few months before that. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Sounds <laughs> like you get out a lot, which is awesome. Um, okay, so one more thing I want to touch on before we dive into your gone specifically. Um, and you are a parent. You have two young sons. I love chatting with uh, parents about this and asking them, uh, have you played any good Charlotte for your children? And if so, what do they think? Mm -hmm. I play them a lot of things. My oldest is definitely more into the techno-y weird dance things that he does right okay. now. And then my youngest, he just loves everything. Like he just sits all day and he doesn't talk yet. He's three. Okay. He has a speech delay. So he just sings all day. Just Oh my god. What what like they would call nonsense words, but you know, he's making sounds and stuff, but all day just sings. Like I could play him a song and he would be singing it, but in his own words. Like <laughs> not necessarily the words, but singing along just, and Yep. yep. Oh! I love Just that. Just making noises and singing and dancing all day, yeah. every day. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, Crystal, let's get into the show. We connected uh, on Twitter, I think, earlier this year. And I want to know why you want to talk about your gone. I absolutely love that song. Like, it is, honestly, it's been one of my favorites. That whole CD is so good. I just... I mean, I really do love, like, every good Charlotte song ever, mm -hmm. but this one's just, 
one of those tug at your heartstrings. Yeah. Feel something kind of vibes. Yeah, it's definitely a tug at your heartstrings <laughs> song. Like, and I'm like, okay, this song is like so intense and so powerful. I, I but it's such it's such a good vibe at the same time. It like it's is. like tugging your heartstrings, but I can just like chill and just like yeah. I can. I don't. Know, I think we'll, we'll get into like the lyrics and stuff in a sec. I I can kind of see why it wasn't included on <clears throat> the main album because it's like so it's heavy. But I wish it got more of a release even if it was like a deluxe edition of the album that uh would get us wider release um so yeah i mean this is a very deep cut there's not a whole lot out there about this song online although i was i was looking through just these and like some other notes that i had um and joel apparently had this saved as fan song which makes sense i think but let's let's get into it i mean crystal i want to know like when you listen to the song when you look at the lyrics what what's your interpretation of what's going on with what they're saying to me like i know i i've read a lot of like the theories and thoughts you know fan thoughts and stuff behind it like for me when i listen to it i just think of the people that i've lost okay like just people that that if they were still here like the story would be different things would be different yeah but they aren't so (laughs) it's uh, it's hard to put into words I think yeah like that friend that if they were here they'd be doing something incredible yeah yeah they said you were young. I think this, I think it's like the first line. You were young. You were bright. You were beautiful. You were everything. Mm-hmm. And wanted a child. Like it is. It's. I think about it, someone who's passed away. Like you know, because sometimes we we can talk about a song and it's like, oh, maybe this is about a breakup, and maybe this is about someone dying. I think this one is pretty. Put the lyrics, but I think this one is pretty directly about uh, someone who passed. Definitely. Yeah, hold on. I'm pulling up the lyrics. Okay, yeah. So in the chorus, he says, you are not supposed to leave this world that way. You are not supposed to leave this world that day. So I think that is pretty directly someone who has passed. um, Which is pretty intense. Like, I mean, we talked about Ghost of You earlier this year, and that's like, okay, yeah, it talks about a ghost, but our general conclusion, although, you know, who knows, general conclusion was like, no, nah, that was probably like, you know, a former partner, right? Right. Um, I, I think this song, I get the impression mm-hmm. it was written about specifically a fan, someone who would like turn to Good Charlotte's music when they were struggling. And uh, it's kind of like, uh, probably wishing they had they had said thank you or just connected with them earlier which you know in uh, i want to mention because it's not explicit in the song and because this was like a b-side it wasn't really talked about in interviews or anything 
Um, the band, I don't think ever said anything officially about this, um, to my knowledge. You know, th- there's kind of like a fan discourse, if you will, of like, is this song about a fan who took their life or is this about a fan who passed at a young age from like an, an accident or a terminal illness? Um, I I don't know. It, it's tempting to like explore that, but I hesitate to dive too deep into that because like we don't we just don't know and i like the openness of it because you can each person can add it to their you know their playlist for a specific person and it doesn't have to be you know there's no specific story behind it so they can i don't know what the word i'm trying to figure out like like pull what they want from it. Yeah. Like they yeah. can use that. Like to me, like uh, it makes me think a lot about my friend, Andy, mm-hmm. who we lost just randomly oh a few years God. ago. And he was the greatest person ever. Like I've ever met. And he was incredible the most genuine kind-hearted person you'll ever meet in your life and he did randomly pass away it was out of nowhere so that's like you were not supposed to leave this world that way you were yeah. not supposed to leave this world that day like you can't, song. <laughs> there's no way you can anticipate that right like right yeah Thank you for sharing that. And I can see like with losing a friend, like how, especially out of nowhere, just how much this could connect because I feel like there's almost this sense of like just wondering and just longing in this song. I think longing is the big one. Like I get a big one. I think in a second, I run, I want to kind of, talk about good charlotte's like relationship with their fans um and i have i have some thoughts on that that i don't think i even got them all into the notes um but something i'm just kind of thinking about as we're talking about this it's like almost a sense and tell me if you connect with this but like uh, a sense of regret in this song like yes regret that you didn't say something earlier whether it's telling this person thank you or i love you or helping them move out of their shitty apartment or or whatever whatever they need it's like a sense of regret and like i think that's what makes this song to me like so powerful and almost like devastating is like is that regret like just wishing you could change something but it's too late to like wishing you go back and spend more time or yeah get that one last hug or yeah you know like i uh, i've lucky i've never you know had a friend pass but i uh, like anytime i talk like I'm very liberal with saying i love you to my friends you know <laughs> <Me> because <laughs> because it's like i mean if I just met a new friend, I'm not like, you know, but 
anyone I'm close to, like, that I feel, like, a loving connection for that's a friend, like, I, I'm very liberal with that, and, like, family, too, and it's, it's, like, it, it, I don't know, it's, I mean, it costs me nothing to say I love you, or just to tell someone that you appreciate them, right? Mm-hmm. Um it's like I've never regretted saying that, right? Whether a family member or a friend or, you know, an old coworker that was really helpful, whatever. Like, I mean, I think I told the pizza guy one time on the phone accidentally that I loved him before I hung up. So oh, yeah. I get that. I tell everyone I love them all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Everyone deserves to feel that. Everyone deserves to feel that love. Like, yeah. And like, I, like, I go, I've, the past few months, I've like really had a lot of fun, like playing with my hair, but also like, wearing really cute outfits. I mean, I'm wearing, like, a thousand-year-old t-shirt right now, but, like, I have had so much fun, like, going clothes shopping and playing with outfits, and it's, like, if you get, like, the right sales lady at the clothing store, and they, like, really help you, like, they, like, listen to, like, what kind of thing you want, you know, and tell Mm -hmm. you, like, if it fits, if it looks good, or, like, they pick the right hat to go with it, whatever, that's, like, the best feeling, and, like, I worked retail very, very briefly, but, like, you know, they're not always, like, appreciated. Generally, they're not paid very well. Um, right. So, like, I could, I, I just, like, gush, right? Like, oh, my God, thank you. This is amazing. Like, I feel so confident. Like, I just mm-hmm. feel so good. And I think that's, right. that's so huge. That's, that's, I feel like that's going to be my, <laughs> my kind of PSA takeaway from this episode is, like, tell people you love them say mm-hmm. thank you tell tell people you appreciate them if you know someone that needs help help them if you're able and just you know give give people emotional support if you can just be their friend if you can that's like the biggest thing yep i think but definitely if, like yeah life's too short to not do that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know, every once in a while, like, it doesn't happen that often anymore, but it's kind of like during college and my first few years after, it would be like every like six months, I would just go on a spree of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to reach out to like every single person I'm like somewhat friends with and be like, hey, like, I really appreciate you. I'm so glad you're friends. And like, just, you know, what's going on with you? Like, and it would be like one afternoon, I would sit down and text like, a whole bunch yep. of people. Um, and now I kind of want to do it again. Because I haven't done that in a really long time. Sometimes it's also, you know, like from the other side of it, it's nice to know that someone just reached out to you and just wanted to say hi or that they were yeah. thinking of you. And like, we all need that. Yeah. We all need somebody to do that. And we all need to try to do that for somebody else if we can. Yeah. No, we all, we all need a connection. And I feel like... I feel like the past, I mean, several years, like, at least the kind of messaging I've, like, seen, this is both, like, in, you know, articles in, like, Cosmopolitan magazine and stuff I see on TikTok or Twitter and also stuff I, like, hear from family and friends. I feel like there's kind of this move of, and and maybe this is just my circle, so I'm curious if you felt this, like, just a, a big move of individuality and independence not in the sense of 
be your own person, like be who you are, be true to yourself so much as like, don't depend on anyone. Like don't. Right. Which, you know, no, no person can be everything, but for, for anyone, like that's, that's not a thing that exists, but Like, I just want to put it out there that, like, I don't know, I, it's okay to, like, need people. Like, that's, like, extremely mm-hmm. human, like. Definitely. Have you heard any of that kind of messaging as well? In a sense, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, my direct friend group has been very, like, supportive and, like. Yeah, good. You know, make sure that everyone knows that we're all here for each other and yeah no that's great and that's I think what's super important is like having that close circle around you that Mm -hmm. is ready to support you and is ready to ask for support and like okay here's my here's my other like PSA I guess for this like I think and I do want to get into good child's relationship with the fans and they think we're, we're going to pivot to that shortly. But uh, this is just hitting me that, like, you know, I think in, like, early, mid-2000s, especially as, like, emo culture was kind of, like, coming really popular, there started to be a big message of, like, you know, if you're struggling, you can reach out for help. Talk to your parent or talk to your guidance counselor at school. Talk to your parent and they'll help you find a therapist. Um, And I just want to, like, kind of extend the, like, it's okay to reach out for help is like it's okay to like text your friend that you're lonely and like hey can can we like get coffee or something soon mm-hmm. or can we facetime if they're far away <laughs> like right um because help is is so much help includes but it's not limited to you know professional help like therapy and, and medications right sometimes all you need is just a conversation with your best friend or yeah you just need a walk not talking at all but just having somebody there and that's okay it's okay to ask for that yeah exactly like I I used to have a friend I I still have this friend we just you know live pretty far away now and are just like in different places of life but like I'm actually going to a concert together in like a month um but like I was doing a whole lot of photography when we were you know me and this friend were like hanging out all the time and sometimes she would just, like, come over and, like, we'd, like, hang out and, like, watch TV, like, while I, like, edited photos on my laptop and she, like, you know, played games on her phone. And it's just, like, just nice how, like, having someone there mm-hmm. and, like, feeling connected. Definitely. Um, well, I do want to pivot and talk about Good Charlotte's relationship with their fans a little bit. I have some uh, interview quotes we'll pull. Um and then I have some other thoughts that are actually have just been coming up as we've been talking about this. I, I think like anyone who's a GC fan, like anyone who's listened to this show, anyone who's been a guest on this show, anyone who anyone who it knows of Good Charlotte at all, even if they're not like a hardcore fan like you and I, I think anyone would say that Good Charlotte is a band for the fans more than the critics. They're so freaking nice. Yeah, like, and critics, like, have not always been 
great, but they, they're more concerned with like making those relationships with their fans and making the music that connects with the fans than like mm-hmm. making music the critics will like, right? Right. Um, and there's definitely been like a few songs that are very clearly for the fans, like Hold On notably was essentially inspired by like hearing fans share stories of how much they connected to the first record. And wanting to right. give those fans like a very indirect like kind of message of hope. Um, there are a lot of like interviews and stories I could quote. Uh, I have a few here. Um, we're going to start off with an Alter the Press interview from 2010, which I don't know if they're still active, but Alter the Press always had some like really good interviews, like really like in depth. And I love that. Um, so Alter the Press asked, how is it being back on the road? Joel says that they just played the first show in Moscow and it was insane. And then Benji says, our fans are so hardcore and sometimes you forget how hardcore they are. It's the most rewarding thing about it all. Joel says, you go home and live your life. I got kids. I've got a life. I go months without talking about my music with anyone. When you get back on the road, you forget that you have fans and people who like your music. You play these shows and it's really touching. Benji said, I think tonight is going to be like that. Our fans in the UK are so hardcore. No matter how small or large they are in numbers, they listen to every lyric, know every song, and every B-side. It's cool. Uh, another quote from this Alter the Press interview. So Alter the Press said that cardiology wasn't the first instance the band has scrapped an album. What was the reason this time? Um, and Joel is talking about working with Howard Benson, which many of you listening know Howard Benson produced the uh, original version of cardiology which like I'm so desperate to hear even though like I get why yeah they probably never want to share any of that but like what I wouldn't give um and Joel says how he's a great about Howard Benson he's a great producer and you have to give the guy respect he's made a lot of great records Howard's made some of my favorite records from bands that I love. He has like a factory assembly line for making records. He does 10 records at a time and it's like building songs. We got 70% done. We heard it and thought it just wasn't a good Charlotte record. It was a good record. I guarantee if those songs got on the radio, they would have been hits, but it didn't have the soul. We always believe we have a soul to our records that other bands don't have. And we have to believe that to keep going. This record didn't have that. It was unanimous after hearing the first round of mixes. Benji said, after we were all pretty calm about it and said, we do whatever it takes. It was the right decision. We knew the focus of this record had to be the soul and reconnecting with our fans. Because, side note, but Good Morning Revival was pretty divisive, I think. Right. Which I was, I was just reading like on Twitter the other day, like they were talking with the Avenged Sevenfold guys back and forth about different albums and stuff. And they talked about Chronicles and Good Morning Revival and all of that. And it was just so crazy to see, like. Yeah. It, and obviously Cardiology came after Good Morning Revival, but which is what we're talking about today. But I think that just like that whole discourse kind of does a really good job of showing like, they they're, we're not really concerned about like making radio hits so much as connecting, doing what they want and connecting with the fans. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2011, Benji did an 
interview with the Baltimore Sun. And, you know, he had said that he was in the first few shows of that tour. Uh, he was kind of surprised that fans can still sing along to B-sides from years ago. But he says, there are a lot of perks to the job. But the reason you write songs is in the hope there's a handful of people who will hear the lyrics for the reason he wrote them. That's one of the reasons we love coming to Maryland. There's so much love for us. I love that. That, I feel like that's so powerful. Like, people who connect with the songs for the reason you wrote them. Because a mm -hmm. lot of songs are somewhat open-ended, you know? Right. Um, and that's what's been fun about this podcast is, like, kind of, diving into it and being like okay it, it might be this or it might be that and then like you you read like an interview and oh it's actually something else they were thinking about which I think mm -hmm. is really cool but I think it's cool too because it can give you a different insight like you could connect it to things in your life on completely different levels like you could listen to this song today because of this reason but then tomorrow you want to listen to it because you're feeling something completely opposite but it still works yeah it, exactly and that's like especially good morning revival quite frankly is such a journey that it could be like you put this record on and it's like a dance party it could also yes. be like talking to like some pretty serious loneliness and sadness and heartbreak um i actually played um one of my very best friend where i live she bartends at our local bar and I played all black on the jukebox last night yes. because like I said, literally like when we first started becoming friends, we went on a shopping trip. And when she started singing that song along with it, when it came on my shuffle or my playlist, I was like, I knew she was going to be my best friend forever. <laughs> love that. I love that. Um, I want to read one more uh, quote from an interview and then we can talk a little more about, you know, GC and, and their relationship with their fans. Um, there was an interview that Joel did with Rock Sound in 2018. Um, and he, he said a lot here. I might skip around a bit. But he said, what we have come to learn from our fans is be yourself and don't lie. It's as simple as that. That's what we have always tried to honor. That's what it was like when we had five years off. We aren't lying to you. We don't have anything to say right now. We are turning it all off. Um, and obviously they came back a few years later. And it's now been several years. And now I think we're like, okay. New album, please. It's been a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. But they're, again, I think they're kind of, they're all doing other things. Like, they're all doing, like, thieves and mbdn and then joel on ink master like clearly yes. take up a lot of time have you been watching ink master i have not i just like saw the commercial for it last night and i was like i need to get paramount plus i can watch this <laughs> i oh okay because i was gonna say like ugh, i was like just about to cancel cable but now maybe i won't because ink master but if it's on paramount plus maybe i'll just get that yeah i think it's exclusive to that I okay think. okay i'll have to check um because cable is like, there's like one show that I watch live on cable. And then otherwise it's like, oh, once in a while I want to watch this. But there's streams right. of like pretty much anything that I'm like desperate to watch live. Um, okay, so 
something I've, I've had a thought of is like I feel like there was a lot of discourse in early starting in like early to mid 2000s and coming you know a little later than that until this day of like you know people would say this band saved my life right and then you get kind of the counter discourse of oh the band didn't save your life you saved your own life the band just you know gave you the courage to do what you needed um so i was kind of curious what you thought of i think music in general saves lives i mean it gives people that connection to something that they can they can feel that connection sitting at home by themselves listening to a song yeah they can feel that connection when they go to a concert and they're in a crowd of everybody else who feels that same connection like i think music does save lives i think music you know we don't always have those tools ourselves to be okay and if we don't have those people in our lives that we can reach out to and say hey i need help or hey i i need you to just sit here with me while i do whatever like music is that tool for some people it definitely is so i mean like anytime in high school especially like if i was like really having a rough time which was most of high school like, I'd be on the bus and, like, okay, like, I gotta listen to music to get through this. I think, I, I don't know, like, I have mixed opinions because on the one hand, I'm, like, yeah, like, music can, and I can point in my own life, like, many times where, like, I was just having a rough time and it's, like, I heard the right song and I was, like, oh, okay, this puts it into words. Mm-hmm. Now I, like, not just, like, have the courage to ask for help someone, not just that, but... I know how to put my feelings into words, which if you don't know the words to say, if you don't know how to express what you're feeling, like you're not really going to feel connected to anyone, right? Because you'll be like saying something, but not being understood because not being totally understood because you're not totally able to like express what you mean. But I think, I don't know, something I do want to mention though is like, I could imagine being a musician and like hearing people say your band saved my life and that putting like a lot of responsibility on you. Right. Right. Um, neither of us are in, you know, bands where we've had people say that. And like, I, uh, it's I like, like it'd be a lot of pressure. Yeah. A lot of pressure. Cause it's like, uh, well, okay, now I really hope you like the next record or like, you know, now I hope I don't say something stupid on Twitter that you don't like or, or, Mm -hmm. or I hope I'm not in a, not feeling well the next time you see me at a show afterwards. And then I'm the wrong way. Like, right. Or I don't want to take a picture or, or I am Mm -hmm. forget a Sharpie. So I don't, I'm not able to sign your, your ticket. Like it's, a lot of pressure and it's like I don't know it's a lot I I you know wrote some pretty intense letters to a couple of bands like back in the day that I was able to like give to them um was not able to never did that for Good Charlotte um 
but <laughs> now I have this podcast. So I think, I think good Charlotte knows like, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think good Charlotte knows I'm like pretty, you know, pretty connected to the music. Say, yeah. I can say when I met them, I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't even know how to talk. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like, Oh my God, there's so much I could say. And like, I, I, so like, you know, I, I, I remember saying something like, you know, pretty like, it's like how much they meant to me and everything, but it's like, what do, what do you say? You know? I remember when I like, I didn't know I was going to meet them because the only time I've met them was at Warped Tour. Okay. So like they left and like, I just caught them and I went to like, try to get into my phone to take a picture with Billy and I couldn't, I couldn't use my phone. I didn't know how to get to the camera. <laughs> Because I just like lost all function. Right. They you're were just all like, so great, though. you're, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I would be curious, like, from a musician perspective, like, what it's really like hearing people say that, like, you know, you saved my life. Um, right. Because, yeah, that's it's pressure. Um, just have, like, watching people fumble over their words to talk to you and, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah I mean I feel like I, it would be really intense like you go to bed every night with like those emotions of like someone just you know yeah saying that stuff to you and yeah I mean not on any of the scenes at all but I had a couple you know I've had a couple people both guests and, and people who have listened to the show that you know reach out and say that like they started listening to the show at the start of the pandemic and it really helped them feel connected when they felt really lonely and that's like it's not as intense as like a this saved my life kind of thing, but it was like a it was like powerful and it's like I I like I love hearing that. And I'm just like, I hope you continue to like feel the same way. That's that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Like, I hope you continue to feel the same way. Like Right. And yeah. I think I don't I don't know. It's yeah. intense. <laughs> yeah. Well, well let's let's pivot a little bit and I, I wanna ask like how would you describe this song in terms of genre? Because like Good Morning Revival, it's it's the dance album, but then you go song by song, and some of the it's songs so melodic, are like, like yeah. To me, it's like it's so melodic, but you you can still dance to it. Like it still has those like I can almost see like a ballroom dance kind of vibe like wearing a long swooshy dress on some heels like it's perfect car dancing song too like just yeah okay (laughs) i will not a super long drive i i'm going to a show tonight and it's i don't know it's like on the other side of the city and in my head it's like an hour away but it's really like 20 minutes um (laughs) but i live in the city so that's i don't know like i don't it's like rare that I drive more than that, you know? Um, right. But I think I'll have to put the song on uh, when I'm in the car, just jam it yeah. out later. I don't know if you could pinpoint a genre for it though. Really? Yeah. Like, I just a good mix. <laughs> I put, and like, I hope this doesn't come off to the band that's like insulting or anything, but I put like, light rock slash 
easy listening or adult contemporary radio. Um, right. Like, kind of Coldplay-esque to me. Right. But I was thinking, like, melodic adult. Mel- melodic rock. Yeah. Adult contemporary kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it would be really interesting if this had been a single, like, yeah, they could play it on rock stations or alternative stations. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, top 40. But, like, I could say this going on, like, you know, easy listening or adult contemporary radio top for two, sure. Top 2K. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, there, there really was not any backstory online. I mean, I think that uh, we'll read some fan com- some fan comments shortly. A lot of people went pretty into it. Um, but yeah, I really didn't see any backstory online about this. Um, but Crystal, I want to know, do you have any memories or stories that you want to share about your gone? You know, mostly like it's just one of those songs that like I will you know I'll think of someone that I miss or something and I just play it and it makes you cry but it also makes you happy because it's just like like you know one of those car dancing songs like when when I have I'm obviously an emotional person I've already cried <laughs> So like it's okay. A lot of people have cried on this show. I've cried. I don't always want something to help me through thoughts of thinking of somebody that's going to make me sad necessarily. Yeah. Like it is obviously it's a very feeling sad. It's sometimes you're not in the space to to hear the just the rhythm and stuff is more upbeat so like it yeah. it helps yeah I I've definitely something I've definitely learned like especially over the past like probably six months to a year is like just how much like like what you need like what I need emotionally can be so different in different moments and like yeah sometimes mm-hmm. I want to like think about how sad and lonely I am like feel pretty emo for a bit and get it out Sometimes I'm like, no, I need, like, distraction, like, something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on uh, other song, other Good Charlotte songs this either relates to or is kind of similar to. I mean, uh, we mentioned Hold On. I feel like that's, like, a big one, an obvious one. But I'm curious what else comes up for you. Oh, definitely, like... mountains yeah that and yeah that's a good one I don't I don't like I feel like that Charlotte has a very good like nothing sounds the same mm-hmm. like they have a very good mix to me anyway like, I'm sure to, like, other people, you know, they think a lot of it sounds the same. It all the sounds same. the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, to me, like, they have a very good mix and things are so different. And it's, that's one of the things that I really like about them. Because yeah. I can listen to them for literally anything at all. Yeah. I, 
I love that. And I think that's like what's been like so fun about the show is like there's so many different like things we get to explore. Um, Mountain is a great one, but another one that comes up for me is Let the Music Play because that's kind of about, yes. although it's a more positive take, um, it's about, you know, connecting with the music, right? Um, which I think is pretty great. I mean, I have it tattooed on me, so I'm biased, but let's, let's get into some fan comments. Um, I searched, I did not find any reviews that mentioned this song, but I mean, this song was included as like a B-side on a CD single, so like, not surprising that reviews didn't mention it. Um, I found a fan upload on YouTube by Miri. My I'm like trying to read this. Meyer I A T B C N. Um, guessing that stands for something. I don't know. Um, Megan Marie Porter had a really wonderful comment. I'll read. I'll read some of it. Um. That's pretty long. She said, this is the first time hearing after all these years. June 27th marks 12 years since my self-harm turned into mutilation self-harm, if that made sense. And a couple weeks after that, I was in the process of attempted suicide. Um, my greatest wish is to meet my boys to simply say thank you, which is like, I think that's so powerful. Right. Yeah. Like, it goes along with that, like, you know, telling them that they save their fans, save it, that they save fans' lives and stuff like that. Yeah. There were a few comments of people saying that, you know, people dedicating this song to someone who they love who had recently passed away. Um, Freddie Louis Gianfranco Lazaro Portugal said my classmate died two days ago and by knowing a song for many years i've dedicated this song for her you're gone we all miss you um the astronomy floyd said this song always reminded me of kurt cobain um this this one makes me think of you now and hunka 44 said am i the only one who works out to this song <laughs> i can see it it's like a good rhythm you know right it really is. And that's, you know, like, that's, I, mean, I think that's another reason why it is like my song for my friend Andy, because yeah. like, I swear, like the first night I met him ever, we had had a few drinks at a house party or whatever. And um, he took me and my sister and my niece at the time who I say she's my niece, but she's literally almost my age. You know how yeah. those things work. But like he had given us a ride home and pretty sure we listened to Good Charlotte that night in the car and avenged and all of this other stuff. And like, that's what we used to do. Just sing all the time, just screaming, singing between Good Charlotte and avenged and a day to remember and all sorts of stuff like that. Like that was our thing. So I think that's like why it reminds me of him so much because yeah. it's, to me, it's more, it's sad, but it's, like, upbeat. Like, I can yeah. have a good time listening to it. I I love that. And that, yeah, it, upbeat is make, it makes sense. I'm like, at first they saw this comment of someone who worked out this song, and I was like, <laughs> what? But I'm, like, I, I definitely, like, with my knee, I've had just such a journey of exercising because it's been so helpful to do physical therapy 
with some and very helpful physically oh hey did you know that exercise also tends to make you feel pretty good emotionally like it just you know endorphins like feel feels good um Mm -hmm. if i'm if i'm like anxious about something i don't want to exercise but if i'm like sad or lonely or angry i'm angry um yeah exercise this is a psa to everyone and i know that like this is like one of the most generic pieces of advices that you hear um and i rolled my eyes at it for a very long time however i've come to learn it's true but yeah like if you're just like struggling at all like try exercising like it it actually does help and i can't believe i seriously does one of those people yeah that's like that's kind of like why i had part of like why like dealing with my knee stuff like was really hard this spring because like i i couldn't really do much exercise like at all like there wasn't really anything i could do that like got my heart pumping um and so i would like just feel like frustrated about like being in pain but i couldn't exercise (laughs) but now i i try to uh you know i get my steps in i do my uh strength exercises and my stretches um Mm -hmm. but yeah so i I could say like working out to a song like this because maybe you're just going with the vibes the beat maybe you're you know feeling sad or feeling down and you do want to like connect with it lyrically a little more Um, I want to go into a few of the comments from songmeetings.com. And and a lot of the comments on song meetings were, you know, kind of this discourse of was this song about, you know, someone who took their own life or was this song about someone who passed due to like a a terminal illness or an accident or injury at a young age. Um, Earth to Jamie said... I don't believe this song is associated with suicide at all. I think it's about a fan who maybe had a terminal illness like cancer, who perhaps contacted the band to let them know how much they love them. Um, but they never responded while they were alive. And so this song is a tribute to them. Um, and this person said that it makes them think of their little brother um, who passed from cancer, which is so sad. Um, Panic fan 16 said that it reminded them of a close friend who took their own life. Um, I am, by the way, I'm treating, as I'm kind of a paraphrasing these comments, some people have been a slightly different in how they've said some things, but I want to be respectful in how I uh, talk right. about things and not be triggering. Um, All Alone 414 said, I love this song. It is one of the best ones from GC, in my opinion. To me, it means that about someone who took their own life and the band members are seeing that no matter what happened, that person will always live in their hearts and everyone else. Kind of reminds me of what my friend used to tell me. Um, Beautiful Place said that their favorite part is the truth about this life is that we're all in this together. That's what you said to me in all your pictures and your letters. And they think of kids that may have took their own lives even after Hold On. Um, And it's GC's sort of thank you song to everything's gone now um so yeah that's that's pretty powerful i think i uh, you know like i want to share people's stories when i read the fan comments but you know it's, it's like a little sometimes it's hard of like that's 
like you put you know you put on the internet right um but how how much of that do I want to read um on the show to to connect with people right because a lot of these are put on the internet you know 15 years ago and I think that's a lot of like why good show is so so amazing is because like you can just look at all these comments and just like you said like it's powerful like their music is powerful and it's powerful for people in different ways yeah and i think that's wonderful like one person you know they can work out to this or that and the other person can just sit and feel something like those are two way different feelings of power but they're both incredible yeah they're both feelings of power i love that you put it like that um it's just been wonderful, Crystal, and I'm I'm so glad that we were able to do that. It's on that I was like, yes, me too. you know, let me let me hit you up, like just see if, just see if you're available right now. Um, yeah, literally that's what happened here. Crystal and I were back and forth, and then I was like, let me let me just text her and see if she's available right now. And I think it was like 45 minutes later we were on Zoom. Yep. Um, so it's been great. But Crystal, I want to know how has your gone held up for you over time. I think it's will for ever be one of my favorite songs. Like I've never actually really like played it for anybody as my Andy song. So it's like, it's a pretty it's a pretty I'll, vulnerable moment. I mean, like after this, obviously airs or whatever. I'll. I'll send it to his mom oh, and his brother yeah. and all of that. So, you know, they can hear it if they want to, but like, yeah. I've never shared it as his song. Cause to me, that's my song for him. Yeah. Like, it's personal. Like before that, like I always loved the song, but after that happened, like that just became his song. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And that's um, how, it will forever be i think yeah i love that and it's it's so powerful when you can have that like forever like that ongoing like specific connection to a song and like it's it's weirdly like he gave the best hugs (laughs) so it's like his hugs that's oh my god chris i'm that's so that's so powerful and i I just like i just want to say like thank you like he's saying it, but like thank you so much for coming on and for sharing this. I think people are going to you know hear this episode and really like appreciate that you shared something like so vulnerable. And I, I'm honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if like other people listening will really connect to it. <laughs> that's what it. That's it's you know just like their music. That's what it's about the connection. Exactly. Um, well, as we wrap up, I always like to ask everyone. What has Good Charlotte meant to you over the years and how has that changed? They have forever been my favorite. I think they'll forever be my favorite. And I don't know that that would ever change. (laughs) Like, I get super excited for, you know, anything new. I mean, I get excited for just things I see on Twitter or Mm -hmm. 
to watch Ink Master because they're on, like, you know, because Joel's on it. And yeah. Even, you know, just watching, like, Billy's art on Twitter, you know, he's sharing all of his art and stuff that he does. And I love it all. I will support all of them in anything that they do. It's amazing, and it's I, I'm with you. Like it's so cool seeing what the members of Good Charlotte do. That's not Good Charlotte. Um, it's so it's it's like okay, like this person like has a lot to say, and I want to I want to hear all of it. I want to hear all of it. Um, Crystal, do you have any last words about your gone about Good Charlotte or about yourself that you want to share? Nope. I don't know. I don't think so. I think I said it all. <laughs> Amazing. I just, I just, I love them and I love everything that they do and I appreciate them. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, well, as we wrap up, so I have a Generation GC and Friends Spotify playlist. Uh, so normally we put the song we talk about on the playlist, but You're Gone is not on Spotify. No. So, Crystal, I would love to hear from you just anything you're listening to lately um, that is not good, Charlotte, that you want to add. I really am loving the new Pierce the Veil song. Okay. came out. What's it called? Oh, I can't remember what the name of it is. I just past nirvana okay it just came out like a week ago but it's so good i'll i'll check it out because i i haven't spent much time listening to them but like i saw them at warp tour i think a few times and like they were so good um oh it's it's so good it's so different than anything they've done but i love it like i appreciate when a band can change and still be phenomenal amazing i'm <laughs> Well, you're a good Charlotte fan, so yes, <laughs> I would think you'd like some change. Um, Crystal, this has been wonderful. Uh, if people want to stay in touch with you, uh, would you uh, want to share your social media where they can find you? Um, Crystal Marie 027. Amazing. Crystal, thank you so much for coming on the show. Listeners, thank you for tuning in to episode 101 of Generation GC uh, on You're Gone from Good Morning Revival. Last time, we talked about Once Upon a Time, The Battle of Life and Death from the Chronicles of Life and Death. On our next episode, we'll be talking about a song from Cardiology. My name is Molly Huddleston, once again, and as always, I've been your host, as well as the producer, creator, and editor of this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please make sure to follow Generation GC on social media at Generation GC Pod, P-O-D, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me, Molly, at M Huddleson, M H U D E L S O N, on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. If you are ever interested in coming on the show, give me a shout. I would love to have you on an episode. Please make sure to follow the show, subscribe, rate, and leave a review wherever you listen. But most importantly, tell your friends. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>